um, the worst possible character trait anyone could ever imagine. It's heinous, it's horrible, it's disgusting. Danger. No, the Let's look at the Ramchal's definition of Gaiva and see what he has to say. And then we'll, then, then, at least the Poznik will be reeling from the shock and then we'll deal with it. Will be what? Okay. Reeling from the shock. Oh. Okay, wait like, for it. I want to do an answer, like I want to give it No, wait, 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 sops, wait, bro. As follows. I don't know what that means, though. Um, just wait, just wait, just wait. Hine. Hine. Inyan. Inyan This is the Ramchal defining what Gaiva. Gaiva means pride or arrogance. And it's looked upon as, as, as a very bad thing to have. People are. If someone says, you're such a bad Gaiva, you shouldn't take it as a compliment. <laughs> it's very, very derogatory. You with that, Michael? Yeah. So I pride myself. Hey, no. It means that you're stuck up. It's not nice. It's not nice. It's like someone saying, "Hey, but you're stuck <laughs> up," or whatever. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a positive way of describing a person. So what is this all about? Says Ramchal. It's the following: She Adam, the man, machshiv atzmoi atzmoi. He esteems himself by himself. Self-esteem. And in his heart, he imagines as if the praise is due to him. In other words, a person with good self-esteem is a Balgaiva. People, in other words, what I we're trying to, what we're trying to say, Mike, what we're trying to say is from this Ramchal, we see that possibly the worst trait a person could ever have is good self-esteem. It's absolutely ruinous. It's terrible. It's the kind of thing which can destroy your entire neshama. We want to run away from good self-esteem. We want to make sure we never are afflicted with that melody. What do you have to say about that, Mike? I just, I, the reason I like my son is because I'm really humble. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not going to reel me in because you, you said two operative words. Seemingly impossibly can be interpreted as that. The, the, I, I would like to present a case that Investing in good self-esteem is very unhealthy for a person's both emotional and spiritual state of mind. In the world that we live in, people generally see, in a simplistic sense, one's character traits summed up in one of two ways. You say about a person he's got good self-esteem or you say about a person he's got bad self-esteem. The implications are when you say about a person he's got good self-esteem means he's confident. He's confident, he has, he has courage, he goes ahead and does things, he's productive. And a person who has bad self-esteem, he's plagued with self-doubt, he never gets things off the ground and he generally doesn't function very well in society. And therefore, it's become accepted that what you want to try build inside a person is good self-esteem, and what you want to try avoid is bad self-esteem. And the way you do this is you have to make the person feel good about himself. The problem is, what happens when a person succeeds? Is doch gewaldig? Is daka a mutzlach? The problem is, what happens when a person starts to fail, and now you have to still building his good self-esteem? So that's when all these attempts to overcompensate for his failures start to occur and when he fails you say you did so well you tried so hard and that's when you start giving out certificates for merit 
and for effort and that's when you start to bend over backwards and it got to the extreme in some scenarios that people are given artificial marks that they are arbitrarily promoted in grades as they go through school and it's all to protect their sacred self-esteem and what I would like to say is that self-esteem is destructive surely it's the flatter itself that's destructive not their self-esteem so let's deal with our definition of self-esteem and right. it could be that self-esteem is that which keeps us going it doesn't mean it's good it could be there's an alternative operating mechanism which is far better I do agree that people that think of themselves highly generally achieve more but who says that's good who says that's good are you getting i was imagining just moments ago imagine a person walking into the share room and he's smoking a big fat cigarette fine cigar and everyone else in the room was ups upset because they didn't like the smoke but the man who's smoking this big fat cuban cigar can afford it and he's a major supporter of the yeshiva and he's loaded with money he's extremely confident and he walks into the room and he sits there spread eagled on one of these extremely comfortable hard wooden benches and he says yeah continue he's confident he's got loads oozing with self-esteem doesn't make him good doesn't make him good he can be inconsiderate he can be over competitive he can be distrustful okay, okay. Yeah, so in other words let's, let's so, now, so now so now let's think about let's how let's think about how self-esteem works self-esteem works on a contingency basis yes. what does that mean that means i have a trait i have a value that i ascribe to myself and then i form a contingency my sense of self my sense of worth is based on that I am clever, therefore I feel good about myself. I am rich, therefore I feel good about myself. I am extremely ugly, but if I would be good looking, then I could feel good about myself. And therefore I have the contingent and the consequent feeling. Because I have this, therefore I feel that. Do you understand? That's how self-esteem works. So the problem is when a person, say for example, is not succeeding, so you try to make his failures into successes because otherwise there's nothing to boost his sense of self. So what you have to do is you have to locate something inside of or outside of you and make that the point of your, your starting point and then sustain that. From that you sustain a sense of worth. Wait, can I, can I ask you a question? You can. And that's how you define self-esteem. The way I'm defining self-esteem, just to interrupt you briefly, Mike, I'm defining self-esteem is a sense of worth based on something, based on an achievement, based on, a on, so on social status, based on the fact that I have a wonderful personality. Is it only external or internal? Internal as well, based on the fact that I'm a very amicable fellow, based on the fact that I've got a great sense of humor, based on the fact that I've got a superb sense and a musical ear based on the fact that I'm very good at kicking a inflated piece of leather very fast in the direction of a netted small little hut small little hut which doesn't have a proper door even 
but somehow I get enormous satisfaction by kicking this piece of inflated leather. And there's someone at the door that tries to stop me. So I was like, it's like, it's this game. But I have to get in, and he doesn't let me get it in. And I mean, where's hospitality over here? But I feel, I feel very proud. I feel very proud about the fact that with this foot that I bear, I can, I can dribble, not in the sense of liquid oozing out of my mouth, but in a completely different sense, between other people also very unwelcoming, they very not, don't want me to be there, and then I kind of I outmaneuver them, and in an act of sheer brilliance, which absolutely <coughs> captures the essence of the greatness of humanity, I'm able to kick this piece of leather very, very hard, so that the person who's unwelcoming at the gate doesn't manage to catch it. No. Let's just say this guy. What, what would you interpret as worse? A guy coming with your. Uh, he comes with a cigar, sits here, and he goes, "Go on, bunch of money," and you know, is exuberating, self-confidence because he's in there. He doesn't care. Yeah, it doesn't care. Whatever. Or, or you have a guy who is so nervous and is so worried about what people are. Huddled in the corner. No, no, so oh, nervous, nervous that he doesn't even come in. He's on the outside. He's not. He's not. Even, he's, he doesn't even want to do anything. He's not even going to come into the class because he's going to sit there and be like, "But this might just happen." But I, I don't want to say anything. So he's I, anxious. If I, if I sit there, I might say something that people might interpret as this. Basically, the culmination of the lowest upon lowest of self-esteem. So you you speaking about anxiety, and you saying that's I'm linked to self low self-esteem. No, low self-esteem isn't necessarily anxiety. No, low self-esteem means I mean you may not be scared. So fine, low self-esteem is low self-esteem means I feel that I'm worthless. I feel that I'm not worth anything. Why am I even going to go to class? I'm just I'm so stupid. I'm so I'm so socially awkward. I've got no because I've got nothing to bolster it up. I'm going to argue at least. Yeah, go, to go. The, to the I want you to guy. argue. That's exactly. Uh, I'm not giving an answer. I'm not jumping to the point. No, just I want argument. argument. I want. Um, that the guy who's sitting in there smoking the cigar yes. is at least obtaining information and is um, experiencing life. Not and not just saying, let me take my money and go do whatever I want with it. But he's coming into the class. So, so, so Mike, I hear what you're saying, and I, and I want you just. You know, I'm sure we all have a picture in our mind's eye about what the ideal person would look like. And luckily, we've been assisted by our teachers, one of them being the Ramban, who helps us out in this area. And he gives us guidelines of how to behave, um, how to behave, how a person should be. So he's describing the pinnacle of Jewish self-improvement success are, are you with me Mike so we're going to do it and he says that the ultimate trait that a person should have is called humility another and now this is how he describes the person I'll, I'll, I'll act out his description because I think it's important for you to see because I think both of you and I agree that this would be the picture of success hi there my name's Bill. How you doing? Great to see you. Well, thanks for coming, guys. Exaggeration. But oozing self-confidence takes up a lot of space in the room. Direct eye contact. Give the guys a firm handshake if Ata notice the slight twist at the end of the handshake. You know the, you know the type. Very firm, but then I'm on top. Don't forget. And... <laughs> 
Oozing self-confidence. That's the man. That's the guy I want. Yeah, he's the pinnacle of a successful thing. Comes along the Ramban and paints a somewhat different portrait. Says the Ramban the following. Okay. Therefore. I want to teach you how to walk in the ways of humility at all times. The Ramban had previously said that he defined humility as the best of all traits. So here the Ramban gives us a clue in terms of body language and behavior of how do we, sh- how do we reflect success. Says the Ramban, Kol Tvarecho Don't come in there and shout. Speak softly and mildly. You've lowered your voice. How about your head position? Yeah, kofuf. Should be bent down. None of this is describing Now in terms of eye contact. Yabitu You should be looking down on the ground. Now, when someone comes to you, and don't look in a person's eyes when he speaks to you. And now, how should you think about him? And everyone you should look upon as being bigger than yourself. So let's do that again. So let's do that again. <laughs> are you are you the teacher? <laughs> 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 Hi guys. Just thought I'd I just I just thought that I'd come in here and say a few words to you. That's the Ramban's presentation of greatness! Isn't that awkward? Isn't that odd? We know people like that. We don't want to be their friends. They're the kind of guys that you never choose for the team. Like, uh, like those are the type of guys that you fight over who's not going to have him. Right. Those are the... Have you... Have, <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're, they're like emotionally destroying experience in school when you notice that they're whispering, the two captains, and they're like, you, you take it. You take it. Isn't that brutal? And then, so this is the guy, this is the guy that the Ramban says, he's made it. So of course for us that seems completely ridiculous. We know those people are the pariahs of society. They're the outcasts. We don't want to hang out with them. They're no fun. They're creepy and greasy. No, greasy is the best way of describing them. They don't even, they don't even have the, the guts to make eye contact. And eye contact. Is such a basic it is. part very of it human is very, interaction. Yeah. Very, oh, very basic. I'm with you with eye contact. I'm with you. I'm with you. My We're together. See, my head is higher. <laughs> 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 so, what is the Ramban one? That's the idea, man. That's what we strive to be. You're sure. It's not even humility. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, Rabbeinu, master Kabbalist, leader of the Jewish people. <laughs> Master of all Torah, there's someone that's just arrived, a few hundred later after you've died, and he's got a new definition of novel. He's studied Torah Kula, he's worked on himself, and he's a wise man. We have... He wants to describe another as external factors. Oh, excuse me, you've read the letter? Remember we had this issue with Rashi yesterday. We're starting... You're describing... You're pulling the... Oh, so what you say... Of course. 
Of course. He's describing you. He's described exactly what our Navi is all about previously. And now he's saying, how do you manifest it? The way you manifest it is in your body. This is the way it looks. <laughs> well, okay, the question is, was it private? Maybe he, maybe here his intention was that. Maybe it's just personal for some. Maybe it doesn't apply to those teachers. Eisen, <laughs> we're all even available by reading this letter. He said to his son, "What are you doing reading my letter? I know my son. He needed Masona Nova. What do you want from my life?" Let's go, Valdik. Rabbi, you know what? The guy who comes in with the cigar and doing that, it, it turns into haughtiness when he says, "Rabbi, sit down." I got this. You really yeah. don't know it, right? <laughs> but if he comes in and sits and just smoking a cigar and listening, there's a fine line between haughtiness and self-confidence, right? Maybe. Gentlemen, for the next part in chat about self-esteem, come back to the exciting decision.